Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some, some, summer house, some, some, summer house, summer house. Oh, wait, we're working. We're working. <laughs> We're working. (laughs) Y'all, not to be, not to be a negative Nelly or Nancy or... First, before we started negative, welcome to reality. Welcome gaze. to reality gaze. This is reality gaze. Before I, we not negative, shady. We're gonna get a little shady I wanna, today. I want to zoom. I want to. I want to. My name's Maddie, aka Matt Mar, <laughs> and this bitch that's about to give a read is Jake <laughs> Anthony, aka Poodle. It's early, so my reading, my reading is very fundamental this morning. The um, mind sharp. My reading glasses are on. I'm they looking on. over them. Um. <laughs> I need, I want to zoom out like we're a drone shot. Okay. <laughs> because, you know what? Honestly, maybe a couple of those would spice up this season. Um, <laughs> I think I feel for the people who edited and cut this season together. Because, yes, we had to put, we had to create episodes out of a series. Now, the because they are stuck in this house. And I'm saying stuck because I'm, they're all kind of feeling a little bit like political prisoners right at this point. They are. Um, uh, and this is episode four. So it's going to get worse. There are going to be knockdown drag outs, I'm sure. It's going to um, get worse. So this is the closest thing I can, can call this is kind of real world meets big brother. Yeah. But with a good less way. of the voyeurism yeah. um, and more produced. And the thing about big brother is that you love the non-produced nature of it. They just show you live things. Yes, they're going to show you clips. They're not going to show you everything. And yes, Big Brother is produced in a way. But in a but it's connected is, to this game. Yes. And this is just people who have careers who happen to be attractive working in a house due to a pandemic. And they kind of have stories. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> That's and it, this season. You know what the problem is with this show? This season, at least? They're all too old. Everyone's too old. Like, if they were all 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, it would be... It would just, be more interesting, yeah. Just 
the way we all were stupid young people doing stupid and being dramatic but they're all like late 20s early 30s so it's that's when you're fucking growing you're up talking about that that's old but um <laughs> well did you listen to Lindsay when Lindsay's they said what's your birthday gonna be and Lindsay said 34 and they were all like oh my god she was like i know and i was like Fuck i'm like you. yikes <laughs> let me know what 34 is like Lindsay. <laughs> But don't you think I'll I think get there were, one day if if they took the age range and just bumped it down like by like five or six years? Yeah, but that's not the concept of the show. The concept of the show is these people have known each other for yeah. five years. Well, three most most of them three years. <sighs> I mean, the new ones. But I, I just I want to keep <laughs> want to keep pulling back my view and try, trying to think why because especially with season three and season four, why I was like, oh, I'm into this. I'm into these people and this is their weekend. This is them letting go. And now it seems like we're trying to manufacture things to keep them from not putting guns in their mouths. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree with that. That's what it feels like to me. Well, also to something that was interesting about the show normally is there would be there would be dramatic action that either they would create or that would take place during, during the week, the week. That, yes. that we didn't that we didn't see. Someone would call someone, someone would text someone, someone would meet up right. with someone. We wouldn't see any of that, but we saw the ramifications of that when it unfolded on the weekend. And there was it, they're all, all here. Everything happens here. And there was this. There was this. I feel like we're talking about. Remember how it used to be back remember in the old days of summer house. Used to be a summer um, house. But there used to be this kind of this kind of let's get away from the city oh i want to get away and this so it became kind of escapist television now it is oh these people are literally trapped together and they're trying to seem like they're on a vacation but they're really just trapped in a house (laughs) and it's so sad because they have all this free food this free booze they have this beach they have this pool. It's such a trauma it, to them. I know, but it's just such a weird experience. It's weird. It's weird. Um, because it's, in a way, it's not like the real world because it's much more glamorous than that. But, you know, and it's not like Big Brother either because there's no main goal. So I, my question is, wither Summer House? In other words, <laughs> what's, what, why, what's the purpose of all this besides ratings? <laughs> I, I, you know. I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I know I'm thinking too heady for reality shows, and it's because it's early, and I've had it's three early. cups of coffee. But I don't know. Yeah, you might want to set that cup. You're down. gonna, you're, <laughs> you're gonna have to kind of lead me. I, I, I wrote down exactly what happened, but I'm probably gonna keep coming back to these existential questions. Okay. So I'm gonna be like your mother when she was a child, and she yes. put you on a leash, mm-hmm. and every time you were in the zoo and you wanted to go see the oh, penguins y'all. again for the fourth time, she would yank you back. I fully support child leashes. Um, I would have died. I, you, I, you would have actually died. Someone I've would have taken about, you. Yeah, you would have oh, died. someone would have taken me. I was a beautiful child. Um, <laughs> um, it's like like when you like when you, you I was you could just steal me. Look at that little puppet. But um, you couldn't because you were on a leash. I, exactly. Um. Uh. But I, I fully support those harnesses, and it, and it wasn't a leash. It it was a harness. So it was and. It, it kind of prepared him for his adult sex life. <laughs> Mama when I, didn't know. When I, when I put on the dog mask. He's <laughs> like, wait, this is built- Mama, 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 are you here? Are you here? 
That's a thing. If you've That's never seen on the internet, especially in the LGBT community, I think mostly with men. Though. I don't get it. I don't want a leather mask on my I face. Don't wanna, I don't want puppy play, and I don't want to act like a dog. No. Speaking mm-hmm. of dog, if y'all have not listened, I have to say, not to pat ourselves on the back, and I know Christina's making a meme oh, of no. it. But if you haven't listened to our Mary and Millions <laughs> episode and our nine and our reality gaze theater with Rudney and Desiree, where she calls him a dog, you're missing out. You kind of you it, you. it looked like you were doing a scene from like an Arthur Miller play. I really was, fell into it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I was Thank kind you. of just like sitting back and and watching you perform. I really need a Desiree wig. I really need those. <laughs> oh bangs. God! Just you need you. You'll need a time machine. I will. Um, Lord, let's, that hair. Let's, let's talk about this show. show. Let's talk about Summer House, y'all. It's Friday. Friday. We're gonna get drunk. Oh wait, we're working. <laughs> Friday. So y'all, okay, so kind of where the moment of some type of dramatic dramatic tension happens is we get a little info of, so this is the day after the fallout with Hannah and Luke, and Hannah kind of completely falling apart, and Luke not knowing what's happening. Well, Sierra and Hannah see each other that morning, and they both kind of eye each other, and Sierra's like, are you okay? And Hannah's like, are you okay? (laughs) And then they're kind of like, I think We're I'm both okay. okay. Okay, you're okay. Yeah, I'm but okay. They do talk but about okay. how angry Luke is and how Sierra is even kind of like, I God, I had such high hopes for Sierra. I hope it I, gets better. She's but, almost she's too nice. Yeah. It's she's it's too less normal. than that. It's she's too normal. She's too normal. She's I, like Danielle. I she's, thought yeah. she's we don't we don't know enough really about her. Like, um, I think she's probably wonderful to hang out with and like yeah. have a drink with, and you have a great conversation. That's not what we want on reality TV. Near, I want, I want, I, need, I want Hannah and Paige because I will be honest. I, Hannah, Hannah was prop was Hannah had issues this episode. She's she the didn't. only thing keeping the drama going. She is, but I really, season. y'all, I thought Cr was going to be like Ashley on Southern Charm, <laughs> just no. like just like a shot shot of methamphetamine <laughs> and an anger. <laughs> Oh, Trashly. Oh, um, Trashly. Uh, I think... But uh, Sierra's kind of overlooked. She's kind of like, even though he apologized to me, she said, seeing someone who gets that angry and treats her friend like that, she's, she's not like, interested. I'm not, I'm not touching that. I'm done. I'm um, done. Y'all, and, the problem... This is the problem with Sierra. She was raised right. Yeah, I gotta agree as with we you. we say back home, there, she was raised there's, right. <laughs> there's just not as much... She doesn't crave the drama... Like Hannah it, craves drama. She it, is. Yeah. Now Sierra's gonna be in Winter House, right? Yes. So she's gonna be well, y'all, and that's gonna be the Winter House. That's gonna be show with Austin and Craig. We say we're not gonna watch. <laughs> we are. We're gonna watch it. I don't know if we're um, gonna cover the whole thing. I don't know if we're gonna cover know. it. It might be some bi curious episodes, but I am interested to see how Sierra acts with two quote unquote southern gentlemen because nobody is from yes. the south. So I'm interested to see how she'll be. She would totally him. hook up with Austin. I think she totally would too. In a second. I think so too. Yeah. Um, so not Craig because he would just Craig. talk about how pretty her hair was. I would love for Craig and Luke to have sex. That'd be great. <laughs> now that I don't think will happen. Uh, um, you play hockey? Oh my god, my butthole's like a hockey puck. It's so smooth. <laughs> right in. I don't think there's score. ever been such a talk of smooth assholes <laughs> from anyone. Yeah, all Craig. Craig assholes so smooth. So keep going. Sorry. Um, just luxurious, really. Luxurious, really. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, 
basically Luke is calling his sister because the his Abu sister... Dhabi of assholes. It's where you want to go. It's glorious. <laughs> Abu Dhabi, Shangri La. Yes, I want to go to Abu Dhabi. It's supposed to be fancy, is it? Oh where... yeah, that's why I say Abu Dhabi is supposed to be so opulent. I thought it's that was to... like where is it? Um... It's one of the richest places in the world. No, I'm my... sure it is. My... It's not just where Garfield sends Nermal. <laughs> Like two people, wow. two people got that joke. No, I got it because I had Garfield. <laughs> I collected Garfield books. Wait, that makes me sound like a real nerd. And I just said that out loud. We better keep going about this show. <laughs> just when a new Garfield book would come out, I was oh. I'm like, "Mama, can I have a? I need money for the Garfield book." I, same, same. I wonder where those are. My mother probably you know, threw them out. You know, we, you know why we related to Garfield because we couldn't stop eating lasagna either. <laughs> I still don't like Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> and I I related to him because Garfield was a reader. Garfield could read you and she was a bitch. She was a bitch. Just a yeah. <clears throat> That's I've related to that. So oh, Luke is talking to his sister and he's like, my sister really helps me understand women. Well, she did a shitty job. <laughs> I mean, she helped a little bit. She, but well, I'm I saying think, in general, oh, she, oh, he knows yes. nothing about women. Keep trying sister. Keep trying. Um, so, she does give him some good advice that she basically, um, you know, she said, she said, you know, I heard you say love you on the phone and, she basically calls it out and gets to the root of it in like what Hannah and Luke can't do. His sister gets to in five seconds. Yeah. And I mean, she's, she's right. And the same thing. I think Hannah made up a lot in her mind about where yeah. they were. And her sister kind of said that where she said she probably has feelings for you that she didn't want to admit. Totally. Um, which is kind of, I think a nice way of saying, uh, I think she, kind of really took this to another level yeah um and she romanticized but, it or he he romanticized it too they were they were they were like best friends and they were loved each other I but think, yes i yeah. think they both actually had a different version in their heads of what was happening because yeah. they didn't communicate about it well which mm -hmm. happens a lot to people when you're first dating and if you can kind of figure out both expectations and both fantasies, and then y'all can help pop that bubble together. That's when you see relationships get better and start to work out. You know what really helps? To have like a good 20-minute bucking, and then you're very open to discuss all this. That's true, actually. <laughs> I mean, it is. You know? I've had some of my best relationship discussions after being plowed, and I was breathless and sweaty. Yeah, your defenses are down. <laughs> My defense is <laughs> and also your the uh your uh dopamine yes. is flooded because you just just shot all over your bedpost. And, and my eyes are going around and, and around and my, and I like Sir Hiss and <laughs> Robin Hood. You know what? I that you need to get a, a steady boyfriend who beca become friends with me and he can just text me and he'll just I'll get a text and he'll say, I'm done. And I'll know <laughs> that's when you just have sex and I need to come over and talk to you about business so you don't get stressed <laughs> out. That's not a bad idea. I'm just sitting in the living room with a coffee and you walk out in your robe and take the coffee. I'm like, okay, what's the agenda for today? <laughs> and I'll just say <laughs> And I'll just send a text. Thank you, Malcolm. Worked again. <laughs> Whatever. Or you just is. see like a you just see a, a a little thing on a, on a little map thing that's just a flag planted. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> so um, anyway, so 
that, that's basic. So Luke kind of takes that in. And then um, uh, Kyle and Carl get their pump on. They're they're working out. Ooh. They're talking. They, they look hot. Carl's butt is so cute. Um, isn't it? He's yeah. got the cutest they're, ass. They're real hot. <laughs> but, and you know, what, Kyle, I, I I don't think Kyle has a nice penis, but and uh, his face sometimes gets he's a, really cute though. But he yeah, he's very cute. He has a wonderful body. I would <laughs> totally be in that sandwich. Basically, again, Carl's like, oh, I'm working for an alcohol company. I don't drink. It's amazing. Yeah, I wonder how long, long that'll last. Um, well, I, there's this whole segment that I just can't recap of them be, talking about distributing alcohol and people are drinking in COVID and they can't get it to them in time. Blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, and then they do kind of talk about uh, both Carl and um, Amanda, sorry, Carl and Kyle kind of talk about um, Hannah and how kind of like the same like bro talk of she's kind of crazy. She's crazy this season. So it kind of, that is, that is the foreshadowing that's, that's going to lead foreshadowing us that's into, pumping up. that's the, those are the dramatic devices dramatic that the devices. editors are giving us. Um, I want to talk about, uh, it looks like lit the, the other drama, the other seed that's planted is Lindsay's both her birthday and anniversary are coming up with Steven. Can you imagine An- the pressure Anna- of that day? <laughs> An Anna birthday is, y'all, <laughs> if you're a man and your girlfriend or wife has an Anna birthday, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Especially if your girlfriend or wife is like Lindsay. I am their expectations so sorry. are so high. That is going to be, I used to have, y'all, it's like I used to have a best friend. We're no longer best friends because... He uh, did. We ended the friendship. Thankfully, actually, y'all. If you have a friendship that ends, sometimes or someone doesn't like you. Or Why someone, are you gonna talk about me when I'm here? <laughs> Stop talking. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Um, or if you have a a friend that unfriends you on Facebook or whatever, instead of being butthurt, be what? Did I just get a gift? Yeah, because sometimes you, you were get given a gift. a gift. But anyway, that certain friend, his birthday was December thirtieth, and oh my god! Around y'all, New again, Year's, if you have somebody who has a birthday around New Year's or Christmas, good luck. Good. Yeah. Luck. Which I have another friend who has a birthday on January second, and she's still my best friend, and she's wonderful about it. And we try to do, but oh man, I, I, I Lindsay is going to be like him in that there was always this. He expected all of his best friends to like plan this big birthday but we couldn't ask his opinion on it because he always wanted it to be a surprise and didn't want to know about it that's, Lin- that's Lindsay. she's gonna want to like don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me is it great are we doing something? Are, are we gonna like um are we running out a whole club uh, uh don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me <laughs> uh and steven's going no we were gonna go on a picnic in a park and that was it but i guess i'm gonna change my plans yeah it's it's gonna be hard um, so I don't even want to talk about uh, the whole mess of the mullets and things like that. Uh, it wasn't no. interesting to me. The drinking games? No, it wasn't interesting <laughs> at all. Um, we should mention, too, um, this was a little bit more interesting of just Kyle and Amanda in the car kind of greasing the same wheel of they're going to ship to work to send merch for Loverboy because Amanda yeah, made a lot of money. Yay. Um, yeah, so, Amanda, Amanda seems like has made all the merch money for Loverboy. Great. Boy. Good for you. Um, <laughs> don't send me any. Um, anyway, so 
uh amanda actually some of it's cute i'm not gonna lie no it is cute stuff it's real cute. It's cute she stuff. She's a good job i can't shade her on that um so amanda uh and actually i do like amanda more and more i used to not i like her more and more but one thing that she's kind of blinded by kyle thinks is that she is loyal to hannah no matter what she's a very loyal friend yeah but um uh and i think kyle won't admit this because he's not and this is going to play out he's not in I don't think because he's a guy, he doesn't get to talk about this so much. Maybe Carl would because he's a little bit more open to sensitivity. What really bothers Kyle about that is Kyle wants someone, he wants his fiance to be always on his side and totally. be his cheerleader. And he can't express that. For him, it's it's a like uh, it's an either or. That when she sides with Hannah, that means she's against, against him. him. Yeah, And I don't mean to sound sexist. A lot of men, but just from doing couple counseling and stuff, a lot of men do think about binary things of either right. or where women are much better at being like, I can take her side and right. still love you I just can... as much. I don't think Kyle understands that. No, he doesn't because he says you are for me or against me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's kind of the conversation in the car that we're leading up to as I, well. I think Amanda is in a really, really tough position because with yes. someone like Kyle, who you are, um, you know they're in love and they are kind of have to stand as a unit so because she's always going to support him so because he needs that he he's not comfortable with her kind of either not being around him all the time or her kind of hanging out with uh like maybe just like taking someone else's side and for her hannah's the same way She's not comfortable when she doesn't feel that Amanda is not completely on her side. That's true. I, so, I, so I may I said it was a sexist comment. Whereas Hannah doesn't think Hannah thinks a lot like Kyle. Mm-hmm. Very, very. They're similar in a lot of ways. Hannah would probably hate for us to hear us say that. Yeah, but she probably would. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You know, we're we're calling as we see it. Um. So, uh, Hannah and Luke are talking again. Because- you know what? We're going to tease people. Before we get into that, everybody, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. All right, so we get this is conversations with Luke and Hannah part de, um, because obviously we haven't cleared anything up. Nothing. Um, We're still when, talking about this. When you're talking with a fedora on, um, there's little that can be discussed and uh, and and com- and actually fruitfully discussed. There's very little that can be discussed with someone with a fedora on. How many times have you made out with a man wearing a fedora? Lots, because it's better <laughs> not to not talk. I, I didn't say I didn't say you couldn't make out with them, but you don't have fruitful discussions with men. Especially in when you're in Silver Lake. No, That's true. You're Boy. gonna t- are you you're gonna talk about I don't know the 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 new Bon Iver album. Um, yes, or or you know that's way too mainstream. You're gonna talk about. Oh God! The, the, or some, the or the how good how good the clash was, and no one knows it. Um, mm. <laughs> Let's exactly. Move on. Let's talk about this. Con- so, y'all, they they're going outside to talk, and and Luke, the jewelry designer, hockey coach. Yes, <laughs> that that is a hyphenate, by the way. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, "I take responsibility for leading you on," which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and then he's kind of crying, and I don't want to fight with you. Give me a hug. And then we both cry. I don't want to fight. It's kind of nice. And um, and then everyone starts drunk cleaning. Well, I want to say Hannah does. <laughs> she does. They do drunk clean. Hannah does says, I didn't realize I had the feelings for you that I had. And right. I got hurt by that. Um, and and Luke said, he said, I, we have chemistry. I love you. But I led you on, and that's where she was like, I don't want to fight with you. I want to confide with you. And she says, we need to set boundaries, and we need to be more platonic. And he said, I agree. Yeah. And that's kind of how they end that. Um, and we're going to talk about this later, but I feel like something deeper is going on with Hannah. She's just kind of an emotional, raw mess this season. Yeah. I don't know like, if it's the pandemic or but- or – uh, or being away, you know, the, the rumors are, and she basically confirmed this when we had her on the show, is that she was kind of in a new relationship uh, yeah. when they filmed the show. And so maybe that was affecting. She, she's she been really emotional. Yeah, she's been kind of like. And that's great. I don't not, mean that not, it's like it's a okay crazy to be, thing. It's okay to be emotional. Uh, I just want to use the word, the word I want to say is like emotionally raw. Yeah. It feels like she's really just can't really hold and very quick to cry. And yeah. I'm just, 
I just it just worries me. I'm like, I hope hair trigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all, yeah, everybody drunk's clean. Lindsay and Steven fuck in the bathroom. It's a regular Friday night, <laughs> and then it's Saturday. Um, um I think uh Sierra, we do get a little bit of Sierra talking to her mother and her cat. And again, this is it seems like very normal. Very at, normal. at least Sierra does clean her room uh before she talks to her mom. <laughs> She does. She even says, like, she does. yeah, because Sierra's messy, but she cleans her room. She like, says, my mom is not, my mom did not try to be my friend. She didn't want to be my friend. She wanted to be my parent. Right. So she was strict, but that's Same my mom. Same girl. <laughs> um, I think, we, but we're seeing the division a little bit. And that we're, and again, the editors are, leading, are throwing little breadcrumbs for us that the three who people who don't clean in the house, Sierra, Paige, and Hannah, and there's a little bit of between all the others who clean. Um, yes, that's that's kind of the big rift here. So uh, let's move on to beach time. Time to the beach. Beach time. That's when we hear about the Anna birthday. Um, and uh, I want to talk about. The, kind of the most interesting conversation I think we had was between Danielle, who really we never really hear about because she works all the time, uh-huh. and Sierra, and they're talking about you know I don't really like to hear about her work, but this was actually this was an interesting conversation in the workplace. Work. We're you know she's like I'm the only woman of color in my kind of in finance and th- that I'm yeah. that I'm working with, and Sierra's kind of like same girl. It's kind of like they're, they're the only people who aren't white uh, in the house. Which, and but I, Danielle made a comment that again, as a white man, I never think about like she's at the beach and she's got her hair's curly and it's kind of just beautiful and big and curly. And she yeah. said, I don't even wear my hair like this at work because I worried about it do, being yes. too, being Latina and being over sexualized. And I went, yeah. that's some bullshit you have to deal with. Yeah, she straightened she straightened her hair in previous seasons as well. And Sierra talks about her kind of conversations of hair about she kind of fits in like. Uh, I can understand. She loves being in scrubs because she doesn't have to worry about it. And this idea of sometimes she's not black enough and sometimes she's right. too black or whatever that is and trying to fit into that. Well, she's talking um, about being a model. Um, yeah, about she's being not light skinned enough and she's not dark enough. She's like, so she I coily hair. Like she would be dark and have, did she say coily? I, I think can't so. remember the word. Yeah. Um, Anyway, these are like, see, I don't mind these conversations about work that are actually interesting. But if I have to watch a video of fucking Danielle talking about the <laughs> getting, get the getting in the quarterly reports, the QEB report, <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. It's pretty awful. There isn't, then we have another uh, uh, foreshadowing that this is another kind of problem with Amanda that she thinks she has to be all in everyone's business. Because she's upset. She tells, I think she tells, maybe it was Kyle. You know what? Yeah, it's uh, true. She's like, she needs to be, She if, that Hannah did not tell her about his conversation with Luke. About her conversation with Luke. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. She yeah. said, I can't believe she didn't confide in me about that. And I'm hearing that from other people. Right. She Well, Amanda's caretaker. She's mom. She's the cook for everybody. Yo. So she thinks she needs to be, that's you, I just realized why. I just realized why I liked Amanda. I'm Amanda, y'all. You are. I am Amanda. You're, oh you're, God! You're better. You're better than you used to be. You're still a little bit oh, Amanda, though. I, 
I'm Y'all. a little bit Amanda. I'm a little bit <laughs> Yes, as Lindsay would say last episode, acts of service are my love language. <laughs> so whether it's cleaning the kitchen, quality time, sucking your dick in an alley, acts of service are my love language. Um, I want to talk about, so basically they come back from the beach and this is the big deal. We have our house. Kyle's like, I got to call a house meeting. Don't want to call a house meeting, but I guess I'm going to call a house meeting because I really love having a house meeting because I love talking. I love people listening to me talk. Love being in charge. Um, so I agree. That's what's hard about when Kyle's right about something. He's such a dick about being right. He's a right. dick about it. Yeah. Because he, he's just kind of a dick, uh, an aggro personality and this machismo bullshit that he always has. Yeah. So it's hard even when he's right to be like, I see your point. Well, a lot. It's all. It's all overcompensating because he's actually oh, yeah. super sensitive and yes. like. Uh, it's it's all overcompensating. It's I can see it as the act as it is. Um, so this place the next day the house is a mess. Um, and Sierra, uh, and 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 Kyle's like, like so last night a few of us drunk cleaned, and uh, and he's she says there's a certain group of people who don't clean here. And obviously we know who they're talking about. Now, the other two just kind of sat there like the cat who ate the canary. Yeah, Sierra <laughs> and Paige, Paige aren't saying like, Just waiting for them to call him out. And he never says it. It's very passive aggressive. But Hannah's like, what do you mean? Blah, 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 blah. Goes on the defensive right away. Um, Complete. I want to say, say that Sierra says, why can't we just get a cleaning woman? <laughs> but you can't because it's COVID. It's COVID, so they can't do, and they normally do have that. Yep. So the, Hannah yeah. also says, "I don't drunk eat, so I shouldn't clean the kitchen." This is a fallacy, you guys. When you are in a shared house or a mm-hmm. shared living environment, everyone has to pitch in in the common areas. That's just it. You I have agree. a chore. You have a chore wheel, and 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 everyone that way it's equal. You spread it out. I, um, I agree. Yeah. So a chore wheel would help everyone out. I have to tell y'all, <laughs> a chore wheel saved Poodle and I's relationship because y'all, Poodle is Hannah. Because Poodle, you're better than you used to be. But when we were roommates, you were a slob. Yeah, I am. And, and he's much, but that's a lot of that's, and I want to say, again, I go back to the age difference that I know Kyle's older than Hannah. And right. yes, Amanda is their age, but Amanda, a lot of Amanda, Amanda sometimes acts her age. And then most of the time she acts like a 40 year old caretaker. Right. And, but I have to say. I'm good with doing chores though. I just need to know which ones I need to do. Poodle came up with the chores. And we, so once we had the chore wheel, it was very, he was unemotional. It completely changed our living situation. Yes. So if you're in a room and we literally, we made it out of cardboard and we had construction paper, we would spin the wheel. We would all go chore wheel, chore, and we would spin the wheel. And then we would, okay, that's the chores we had to do. It was a lifesaver. If you're in a roommate situation and you're disappointed with that, a chore wheel is going to save your life. Especially if you're with two or more people and you don't know who's going to clean chore wheel. Although chore, I, wheel, chore, chore wheel, chore wheel. Although I will say, which we never thought about because we were young and broke, but still, we there's three of us. Each of us could have pitched in $30 a month to have a cleaning person come once, and we should have done that. Yeah, we should have done that. <laughs> Why did we never fucking <laughs> think, think about that? I think even $30 a month for, for a while, that would have been rough. 
I don't know. True. I when spent spend- way, I spent way too much. But when I was spending twenty dollars uh, 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 per drink at Fiesta Cantina, that's uh, true. I got to go for priorities. That's true. Uh, dick sucking or cleanliness. Um, that's fair. So uh, anyway, Hannah freaks out. Yeah, um, she gets. Well, yeah, she what because what Kyle says, you're not really pulling your weight. And yeah. Hannah, I think, hears that as you're not lovable, like she right. or something. She takes it fucking deep. And yeah. then she was and then she says, you're just uh, jealous of me. She said, you're just jealous of me. And then That's Kyle, because I agree with Kyle. Hannah immediately starts ta- attacking him as a person. Yeah. And then Kyle responds with. In the very bro dick, he's like, I want to make it clear that I am never jealous of you. Yeah. Instead of saying, Hannah, that's a personal attack, and I'm just talking about cleaning. He then it gets then worse. got personal. Y'all, because I'm telling you this now, Hannah won't admit this, Kyle won't admit this, they can't fucking stand one another. No, 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 they no, no, no. cannot stand one another. They, like, they, they just can't. And I mean that not even a show. I think in real life, they give two fucks about one another. Yeah. They're they're the they're they get along the least of anyone, and then it gets low because then Hannah, which really kind of sends Kyle off. Hannah says, "Look," and she brings Amanda, in, which is real shitty. She says, Ugh. "Amanda can tolerate uh, Kyle." You're Amanda can like a tol- doormat. Yeah, she's yeah. like Amanda can tolerate you yelling at her, but I'm not doing that. And then Amanda Y'all, loses it. She just like starts crying, and Kyle's like, "There you go. You're coming to my relationship with you. You're obsessed with Luke." He's yeah. like, you're not coming to my fucking wedding. And Amanda throws a, a glass. And so, yeah. Hannah, so a plastic then, glass. <laughs> a plastic glass. She was like, Hannah, I can't believe you said. And then Hannah's like, oh, girl. I'm this. And then Hannah's. And then, so anyway, we're going to get to a, It all goes bedlam. People are crying. They're all separate. Amanda runs off to the woods like a German <laughs> fairy tale where uh, she would normally find a fairy godmother who would give her like a dress and a different husband. Instead, she gets comforted <laughs> by Sierra, I think. Um, or yeah, something someone. like that. Or Kyle. I don't Hannah know. Hannah runs up to her room, but yet then Hannah runs up to the balcony is just looking down and still yelling at people. And then Kyle goes and sits by the fire pit and Carla, with Carlos. And now Carl. Carl. <laughs> I would like to play a game called Oh God, Who's, who's Crying Now? <laughs> who's Crying Now? Do, 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 <laughs> crying Now. You were supposed to keep singing. I was doing the backup. I don't know anymore. Oh, God. All right, y'all. So, Poodle, we're going to play a game of Who's Crying Now? How do we it's, play this game? I'm, I'm going to say the phrase, and then you're going to tell me if it's Hannah or Amanda. Okay. That these are, are crying. These okay. are nonsensical crying okay. phrases. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I'll start off. Uh, I'll start off uh, with an easy one. <laughs> he didn't even say Hannah, but she took it so personally. I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, that is a Chihuahua who was on the <laughs> estate. No, it was Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Um, this is another one. <laughs> I've been yelling at my men my whole life. It's done. It's done. If you speak to me, I'll speak back. That is definitely Hannah. 
Okay. Okay. I want to have a bell that should ring when I get things right. Okay. Here, go ahead. There we go. That's better. I, I, we can't hear it. You use yours. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There Shade we go. Button. Um. All right. <laughs> You're stronger than this. You're stronger than this bullshit. 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 <sighs> Baba. 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I want a hot dog. That's tough. That could be. <laughs> that sounds like me. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna say that is Hannah. Yes, that is Hannah. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, uh, let's do one more. <sighs> I just don't. I just don't know. I, I just want to. I just want someone with a large penis to fuck me. I have to look at that small blonde dick every day. <laughs> small dick. I don't think that was said, but I'm guessing that's Amanda. <laughs> I don't have a bell. Ding, 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 ding. And y'all, that ends the game. Yay! Who's right now? Yay! Kind of a shitty game, but... <laughs> Who cares? Y'all, they're intercutting. I think Hannah says... She does, Hannah. I, I wasn't going to put this on the game because it's just too funny. Hannah does says, I hate yelling. I just want to eat. <laughs> Same, girl. Same. Um... I think that's basically there's only one little segment at the very end that with the next morning uh I oh I just want to say one thing. Yeah. God. I love Paige. I just love Paige. Me too. I love She's I, the, the way, star of the show. I love the way she <laughs> takes Yes, I love the way she takes things in. I love the way she processes them. Y'all, because she's caught in the middle because she's friends with Amanda yeah. and Hannah. And so um, she did say if if uh if Hannah had told me that said the same thing to me about my relationship, I would not thrown have thrown uh, a glass at her. I would have thrown my whole body at her. <laughs> I would have thrown my whole body at her. Um, and Paige is like, she's like saying like, um, you know, Paige was like, she said, um, you know, I, she told Hannah, she's like, you know, I maybe was a, a little tad aggressive. And she even tells Amanda that she was like, um, you know, she was like, uh, that was a little bit ag- aggressive. And, and, you know, you're a great friend. And the man is like, I know a great friend. I love that you say that. <laughs> and so Amanda's like completely, why they're both like falling apart, y'all, is this has nothing to do with what actually just happened. No, this is all, all stuff. It's all, I'm sure it's pandemic related. I'm sure it is Hannah's stuff. I'm sure Amanda's probably super feeling her feelings always and uh um which is not a bad thing but um yeah you're right totally yeah so anyway my favorite line of the whole show is when hannah's like so you can be switzerland or you can be able to just tell me and Paige says i don't trust this lamp (laughs) (laughs) because it's bugged yeah i'm suspicious of all so anyway, y'all, I think that's basically it until we kind of get to the next day to our kind of teaser, right? Yeah. I don't know what next episode's going to be like. Basically, it's just really sad, you guys. Um, uh, her, his, his mom, call, Carl's mom, calls and his brother, who's had addiction and substance abuse issues, has just been found dead. So we don't, we don't know what the, we don't know what's, what's the story happening. That is. He's but, crying. Yeah. He goes to Lindsay and she's trying to comfort him. He's... And it's, he sucks. It's Lindsay's birthday. It. It's going to be Lindsay's birthday. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll leave for the funeral. 
I think, or maybe he won't. I don't know. I, in the previews, we didn't see him. I'm assuming he'll leave. I think yeah. he'll have he'll have to leave. Anyway, oh. so our thoughts, our, our love, our, our love goes out to Carl. If you need anyone to comfort you, Poodle's number is five 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 six nine. Raw dog. Yeah, raw dog. Um, I uh, and you guys, if you if you're having if you think you're having a problem with addiction or substances or alcohol, drugs or anything right now, y'all reach out and get help. This yes. is the pandemic, especially right now. It is. It is not. Not. Uh. It's. It's not. It's not an easy thing to do. Um. No. So not at all. Um. There are resources. A, where Where can we go? Let me. There think. are a lot. There. You know. The one. A, a great place that there's. Um. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration Hotline. Mm-hmm. Uh, the helpline that's one eight hundred six six two help. And that's a great place to start. Obviously, there's also, um, if you want to look at AA and things like that, that you can just go to, I think it's just uh, AA.org. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, you can go to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org. You can find information there. You can find meetings there. But again, not everybody looks, looks AA, so you can try the 800 number as well. So yeah. all the best to you. Y'all, that is the show. We're moving on. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com. Don't go to realitygays.com because it's porn. It's porn. And not porn, good porn, like we've said before. Like we've said Some before. standard gay porn. That's true. Y'all, that's the show. Poodle, do we have a sign-on for this show? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.